0: You're listening to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast, for women who are ready to discover just how easy it can be to regain control of their health and wellness. Here's your host, Christina Ettore. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast. Today I want to talk about intermittent fasting. I'm going to cover the methods that I have tried and the method I commonly recommend. We are going to discuss the health benefits linked to fasting and how it can support weight loss. And I'm also going to answer a few frequently asked questions that I receive from clients. Over the past couple of years, intermittent fasting has become incredibly popular. And I think it's because... Everyone likes the idea of a shortcut when it comes to weight loss. We all want to know the quickest and easiest way to shift the weight, which unfortunately leads us to do things that aren't always healthy for our bodies. However, intermittent fasting is an easy practice and it will accelerate your weight loss if it is suitable for you and only if you do it the right way for your body. So before I go into how to choose a style of intermittent fasting and how to know if your chosen style is appropriate for you, I want to cover what intermittent fasting is not. So intermittent fasting is not just simply skipping meals because you're too busy or you can't be bothered cooking. It is not swapping food for coffee and it is not starving yourself until you can't handle it anymore. Fasting is training yourself to eat your meals during a time-restricted window where digestion is optimal. When we do this safely and correctly, fasting can improve your digestion and your ability to absorb nutrients. It can improve insulin sensitivity and your quality of sleep, it can improve your immune function, and of course, it can assist you in releasing excess weight. There are lots of other health benefits too, but I'm going to leave it at that today. There are many methods of fasting, and I have tried several of them, including 5-2 fasting, where... You eat a a normal diet for five days of the week, and then you eat a quarter of what you would normally eat on two days of the week. The idea with 5-2 fasting is you will eat less calories overall, and as a result, lose weight. Personally, I did not like this method. I was hungry and grumpy on the low-calorie days, and I found myself... Eating more than I normally would on the normal days. So I didn't do that one for very long, but other people love this method, so it's a personal choice. Other methods include time-restricted eating, like the 16-8 method, where you fast for 16 hours and you eat your meals and snacks within an 8-hour window. And the goal with this type of fasting is you want your chosen window of eating and fasting to remain consistent. So you may decide to stop eating at 7 p.m. every night and then start eating again at 11 a.m. every morning. 16-8 is not the only combination, but it does seem to be optimal for many people. If 16 hours of fasting seems daunting, you could start with 14 hours or 12 hours or even something else. And this is my preferred method and this is what I do if I'm going to fast. The 5-2 and the sixteen eight methods are both helpful for weight loss. You will simply need to explore both options on your own to see which feels better for you. There are other methods of fasting, like juice fasting, which I have done and really enjoyed, but I wouldn't recommend that unless you're under the guidance of a healthcare professional. There are also things like a bone broth fast or a water fast, where you may go several days drinking water only. Once again, I would not recommend this type of fasting, firstly because If weight loss is your goal, water fasting is unnecessary and it may do harm to your metabolism, especially if you have diagnosed or undiagnosed thyroid issues. And it can also be dangerous depending on your state of health. So the method I tend to commonly recommend is time-restricted fasting. And I usually start my clients on a 14-10 or a 16-8 window. However, there are some people that should not fast. These include anyone who is pregnant or breastfeeding, anyone who has struggled with disordered eating in the past, in particular anorexia. You should not fast if you are diabetic and unsure on how to monitor or stabilize your blood sugar levels. And I typically do not recommend fasting to anyone who is highly stressed or recovering from adrenal fatigue. Now, why is that? Well, I'm sure you've had an experience where you've been really stressed, yet you had tons of energy and your mind was clear and your appetite was reduced and you may have even lost some weight without trying and you were probably thinking to yourself, wow, I'm so stressed, but I feel really good this commonly happens when we first enter a period of high stress the body begins to produce and release more cortisol and as a result we feel really good and quite energetic for a while if we do not deal with the stress effectively and provide our adrenals with the opportunity to have some downtime they eventually burn out And that's when we start to feel absolutely exhausted. And then our body forces us to stop. Now, fasting is a little bit stressful on the body. When we fast, the adrenals release some cortisol so that we can get through the fast with adequate mental and physical energy. And for most people who are overall quite healthy, this small elevation in cortisol is fine. As long as we don't push ourselves too far, your body will be happy to work with you. However, if you are highly stressed and then you try to fast as well, it could be the final straw. Or if you are recovering from adrenal fatigue and your adrenals are not releasing adequate cortisol at the appropriate times and then you try to fast, you may find yourself feeling hangry or dizzy or foggy, or you may just begin to feel even more exhausted than usual. So if you decide to start fasting and you don't feel better for it, then stop and talk to someone like a naturopath who is knowledgeable about fasting and let them help you to uncover why that is. So now I want to answer some frequently asked questions and I've got four main questions that I want to cover. The first one is, how does fasting help with weight loss? Now, the first way that fasting helps with weight loss is you may find that you're simply eating less I know when I follow the 16-8 method, I typically eat brunch and then a snack and then dinner. Whereas when I'm not fasting, I might eat three full meals and then also a few snacks. So weight loss can occur due to simply eating less calories. And calorie reduction for weight loss works well when the metabolism is healthy, and when hormones are overall balanced. For some people, calorie reduction alone might not be enough, especially if they're eating lots of carbs or highly processed foods during their eating window. The other way that intermittent fasting can support weight loss is to do with insulin and ketones. So if you have listened to episode 6 where I discuss insulin and how it can lead to unwanted weight gain, you would know that our bodies release insulin in response to the food we eat and insulin's role is basically to store fat. And that's a really simple explanation. There's a lot more to it, but that's the, the high chunk basics. So if insulin stores fat and insulin is released when we eat food it would make sense that if we eat within a shorter time frame we would release less insulin overall and i'll give you an example if you're having breakfast at 7am or if you're having a coffee with milk first thing in the morning Your body will release insulin in response to the sugar or the carbs that you've consumed. Then you go about your normal eating habits and insulin continues to be released throughout the day. Then after dinner, you might have a little snack at 9 or 9.30. And then once again, insulin needs to be released. And every time this is happening, we're creating an opportunity for fat to be stored. Not to mention all of the potential health complications that can arise from too much insulin being released at any one time and also for prolonged periods throughout the day. In this example, the eating window is 14 hours long, which means you are only going 10 hours of that day without food. And this seems to be quite typical for most people. But the tricky thing with insulin is, over time, the more we release, the more we need. Because the cells can become desensitized to insulin. Therefore, over time, you may begin to feel like you're storing an inappropriate amount of weight for the food that you're eating. What fasting does is it restricts the insulin release window, which in turn can promote insulin sensitivity, which means when your body does require an insulin release, the cells can do what they need to do with less insulin and in turn, this can have a positive effect on your weight. Also, when you fast, ketones can be produced, even if you're not on a keto diet, and ketones can be used for fuel instead of carbs or sugar. So if your body has been able to produce some ketones during your fast, you can use those for energy, which may further reduce your appetite during your eating window. The next question is, can I drink coffee or alcohol during my fast? And this is not one of my Favorite questions to answer because I always have to say what you probably don't want to hear, and that is if you're drinking alcohol, you're not fasting. Coffee is a tricky one. From an adrenal health point of view, coffee on an empty stomach is not the best way to start your day. In fact, if you experience anxiety or sleep issues or blood sugar fluctuations, you should probably avoid caffeine altogether. Technically, a black coffee during your fasting window should not negatively impact your weight loss results. But for some people, it will. And the only way to know is to try it both ways and notice how your results change. Or you can talk to your naturopath about this and they will be able to provide you with some insights on whether or not. Drinking coffee first up in the morning is going to be an issue based on the assessments they've made on your health. Next question, do I have to do a keto diet when fasting? Short answer is no, you do not. But they do work really nicely together. When you engage in time-restricted eating, after the 12-hour or so mark, your body will begin producing more ketones. So fasting does help your body to use fat for energy. If you then follow through with a keto diet, you will continue to produce ketones throughout the day and you'll find that you'll experience really healthy energy levels, minimal hunger, rare cravings, and weight loss typically becomes easier if all of those other potential issues that can prevent weight loss uh, are under control. Last question, do I have to fast every day? And once again, the short answer is no, you do not. It is a good idea to stop eating at least three hours before you go to bed at night. And this is not specifically to do with weight loss. This is to do with optimizing your digestion and your quality of sleep. But the thing is, sometimes you are going to go out for dinner or you might be socializing and you're not going to stop eating until quite late at night. That doesn't mean that you then have to try to complete your 16 hours of fasting the next day because you might find that you're just really hungry. So on those days, just start eating again when it feels appropriate. I often suggest to my clients that they can wake up with the intention to fast every day. But if they do feel really hungry or if things just haven't gone to plan, it's okay to eat. Fasting sometimes is better than not doing it at all. We also want to avoid pushing ourselves beyond our limits with fasting because it can lead to other issues later on in the day. A big one is binge eating, especially on sweets. So if some days you do struggle to complete your fast, it is okay to break your fast earlier. So I hope you have found this episode helpful and informative. If you have any questions or any topics that you would like me to cover in a future episode, I would love to hear from you you can visit my website renewhealththerapies.com.au and you can use the website form to contact me. You can also send me a message on Instagram. My account is renew underscore health. As always, if you are experiencing stubborn weight issues or if you just simply want to get your health back on track, I'd love to help you. You can visit my website and you can schedule an appointment there. Thank you for listening today and I will speak to you again soon.